because I can't live with myself if I do start selling out Siki for comedy. You're listening to the Experience Sikhi podcast, a deeper look into the Sikh identity. We present to you open, honest, and inspiring stories. No armor, pretense, or sugarcoating. Welcome to the Experience Sikhi podcast. I'm Dalrad Singh. And I'm Prabhjot Kaur. We begin the podcast by acknowledging that we are meeting on Aboriginal land that has been inhabited by Indigenous peoples from the beginning. As settlers, we're grateful for the opportunity to meet here, and we thank all the generations of people who have taken care of this land for thousands of years. In particular, we acknowledge the traditional territory of the Anishinaabek and the Huron-Wendat. Just some reminders for you guys. If you like the podcast, please remember to comment, rate, and subscribe on all the different platforms that we're on, such as iTunes, SoundCloud, and uh, Google Podcasts. You can also send us questions and feedback at podcast at experienceiki.com. So for today, our guest is Ekamjit Singh, most notably known as Brampton Grand. Ekamjit Singh is a 24-year-old social media influencer who is from Brampton, Ontario. He attended St. Augustine Catholic Secondary School and started his online presence during his last semester of university in 2018 with the hope to make people laugh. Since then, Brampton Grant has grown immensely and now has become a household name. Today, we'll talk to him about his business ventures, how Siki influences his work, and where he plans on taking Brampton Grant in the future. With that being said, here's Ekamjit Singh. Welcome, Ekamjit Singh. Thanks for being on the podcast with us today. How are you doing? I'm good, yo. Thank you for having me here. No problem. <laughs> Glad to have you. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, why don't you start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Who is Ekamjit Singh? Okay, uh, Ekamjit Singh is a person who is 24 <laughs> years old right now. And uh, I think the what I did to catch your attention to get on this podcast is make comedy videos. So oh, yeah, I am. Definitely. I also I am uh, the the face of Brampton Grand. So that's who I am. And. I don't know what else do you want me to like. Well, let, let's um. So passions, hobbies. What what got you to where you are now? Um, and specifically, if since we are at the Experience Sikki podcast, uh, how'd you get into Sikki? Because from our understanding, it's a fairly recent story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, how'd you get into it? Uh, what do you like doing in your free time? Um. You have Instagram. You got SoundCloud. Yeah. How, how does it? How does a day of AKMD Singh look? Okay, I guess I'll start with the. Uh, just yeah, I'll just start with like something okay so so growing up i was like uh like forced to go to the goddaughter and stuff right um i didn't really retain much but i still had that respect for sikhi there right and then once i started going to uni like that's where like the the punjabi culture side took over kind of and you know i just uh chopped the top as gajo says <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i fell into that kind of crowd um but to be honest i wasn't really like down with it, it was like kind of like a, like a, what is this because i've always been hearing about people drinking people smoking this mm-hmm. that like my whole life growing up i've been hearing about this my friends been like like they used to do it mm-hmm. so i'm like yo what is this like why do people drink why do people smoke so when i started doing it at first it was fun right it's like because you never i've never been in like a different mind state before right yeah but then after a while it just gets really depressing mm-hmm. like and then i was also i'm like a bio major so i did kind of understand like why people get depressed from substance abuse. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say I was like an addict or anything, but like I could feel like 
like the more I use it, the less happier you become mm-hmm. while you're drunk or high. But I'm not, I didn't really drink that much, but I did smoke a lot. And so with that, I think it like, um, I got to a point where I was just like, what am I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was high and I saw basically a sticky video. And I think because, wow. because I was high, if I hit me different, but like, like it really like resonated with me, like strong, like, like I used to listen to music, everything high and like everything used to like feel like, like, cause it, it used to be enhanced. Mm-hmm. So everything would like feel like 10 times better. But then like the basic Siki video, it like, it, it, it's like, it hit you in the other way. Like you just felt like 10 times shittier. Oh, wow. You're just like, yo, like, what am I doing with my life? I'm just mm-hmm. sitting here. I'm not going to class. I'm just throwing away my opportunities, everything. So then that was when I was in third year. And so I still used to live at Waterloo. And so I spent the next two years uh, commuting to school. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I got to get out of this kind of environment where I'm like so um, susceptible to doing weed and whatever. Mm-hmm. So then I started like um, going, like researching more into Siki. I'm not going to say I started like going like Gordoa, this, that right away. I think it was like a transitionary phase of like mm-hmm. a, a, of a, um, like a learning phase, like a, like a, trying to develop a spiritual practice mm-hmm. kind of thing. So like of getting up like after that day i like like cold turkey i quit weed i quit alcohol like cold turkey i was like i'm not doing this ever again mm-hmm. so and also with that like i spent like a year away from all my friends and everyone like just to like get isolation and figure out like yeah what's really important to me mm-hmm. and what's not and so i like i concluded that like my friends like some of them who were like i've been friends for, for for a while like i'm like yo these are good guys i'm gonna stick with these guys and like school is important to me and that's it for them mm-hmm. so then those two years like the first three years of school i did really bad but then like my last two years because i did an extra year i did really good because mm-hmm. i did like start going to class start paying attention and i think like even going to class boosts your grades so much yeah for sure yeah so it was with that and then to, in my last year towards the last year last semester my friend was just like yo you want to make kung fu videos and I was just like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> but then we never made any kung fu videos, right? But I was, I was, I still owed him a video, so, <laughs> so we made some sprinkle donut video, and from the rest is history. <laughs> wow. I wanted to go back. So you said yes. that you, I've heard this so many times. I heard it from your sister as well. People coming across basics of Sikhi videos, and they've changed so many lives. Like the seva that Paijugraj Singh did has, it, it, it's insane. Yeah. And. Uh, I'm always curious, like, how do you just come across these videos? Did you go searching for it or? No, I was just like sitting on YouTube and um, it was just in the, rec- in the sides. And I, I'm pretty sure I accidentally clicked it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, almost, I'm pretty sure I accidentally clicked it because, yeah, I was just on YouTube and then like a video, I just started playing. That's awesome. So I was either on like autoplay or like I just clicked it and recommended. And like oh. there was some Kirtan in the beginning of it. And that Kirtan just hit really differently. I was like that. That was it. Like it was Rakirtan and like it's like twenty first century Kirpa. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, you also have, um, from what we see on your SoundCloud, a lot of beat making. Yeah. Right. A lot of, and it's, especially recently, it's it's taking old school tracks or like let's say Tadivanathan Rikani and then adding the new school spin to it. Yeah. Where where'd that come from? Yeah. So like again, back in the day, I remember at Narikirtan they used to have uh, Immortal Production CDs. Yeah. And so yeah. we used to buy those, and I just really like liked the the production style on those mm-hmm. and so i feel like new thought making music it doesn't have that it doesn't like that rawness to it yeah yeah it's like too over polished too like trappy too trying mm-hmm. to be hip-hop mm-hmm. but and then you lose the like essence yeah of like the 
like the anak from the tardis yeah, and definitely. whatever that that goes away and it just becomes like some bass heavy yeah. blast in your car thing mm-hmm. so i've always been into beat making from like middle school like i've been into audio editing and all that stuff like i started with audacity just <laughs> making bass booster remixes yeah. and just pushing them on people and everyone just like yo stop sending me <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh, soundcloud handle uh just brampton grand brampton grand yeah cool so with that like i so i'm less like uh music as in like um playing chords and stuff mm-hmm. more like taking tracks and like flipping them sampling yeah. that kind of stuff so i'm so recently i'm like yo i really like doing this why not apply this skill into something like uh that's that's positive that's good yeah. so i'm i'm trying to like make more of these dharmic remixes now no that's awesome aiming for at least like two a month now oh no no that's great man. <laughs> that's more than some of the other soundcloud pages push out <laughs> no that, no that's great to hear um that if we're moving into your childhood a bit yeah. um what was your family like did, were they were they sikhi oriented um did that have an influence on you as a child yeah i think my family was sikhi oriented they were more like um respected sikhi a lot like um they're very panthic family i don't really think my family does that much part like my mom is amritari my dad he's not amritari but uh he, again he like he he's really supportive of us right so when i took amrit like he was really happy even though he does drink and stuff but he does have that respect for sikhi there so i think being in that kind of environment has really like helped like g- like when you have support from your parents it's like a whole different kind of like yeah um support that you can get so like is is i'm very grateful for my parents sure that's awesome um can you talk about how you like uh you said you had a transitionary phase where you were getting into sikhi i think a lot of people have that where mm-hmm. things are happening to you and you don't even know in the moment that you're you're starting to change yeah did you have like a click moment where you're like i need to start keeping my gaze again i need to take amrit or how did that happen so the the whole hair story like when i got a haircut i never got a nice haircut like every time i got a haircut i'm like this looks terrible this looks terrible <laughs> it looks terrible so i always just wore a hat so like um so growing my hair wasn't even that hard cuz i would just put my hair in like a man bun and just wear a hat oh god so i just i just did that for like 2 years or um yeah in that 2 year time i got a haircut once but uh yeah i just kept like my hair in a hat in in a man bun under a hat and then when i was working at amazon some guys thought i was like a they thought i was a sing that was just wearing a hat and they're like uh, bro to pagaban le agar right and then I, I, after they kept telling me that like like yo just tie a pug like why do you keep your hair in a bun like that right yeah. and so i just started tying a pug there oh, that's great and uh when did the decision to take amrit come about um cuz again your transition phase was fairly recent too um how how did you get to that decision was it was it a realization did it come quick did it come after a couple of months of thinking i think um after I started tying a pug I, within a few months i took amrit i think i reached a point where it's like there was there was a amrit sanchar and then i missed it but then there was one next month and that usually never happens like mm-hmm. there's like one like in like at malton like um they usually do it like four times a year maybe three times yeah but they had one like two months in a row Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yo, if this is not a sign, I don't know what is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I don't take it now, I'm probably never gonna end up taking it. Yeah. So I just went. I, I woke up one morning. I told my mom, I'm like, yo, mom, I'm go take Amrit. <laughs> <laughs> What did she say? She's like, yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. So I went, and then I came back, and then my whole family's just like, wow, you you took a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they take oh, forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, sometimes they do. Like if um. 
if you if you didn't get married through the Anand Karaj, mm. they ask at the Amrit Sanchar, like, oh, if anyone didn't get married through the Anand Karaj, we can do it right now. And that's happened in the past where in the Amrit Sanchar, they have to do the Anand Karaj. And then it takes even longer and people are really tired by the end of it. Well, I think the only like obstacle at my Amrit Sanchar was a Baba came for Pish. But he had a black kashara, so they had to go find him a white kashara. <laughs> <laughs> First generation struggles, man. Kashara, the wrong kid up. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> no, no, I feel that. Especially like the signs lining up. I know for me this year, um, when I, I was in the mindset where I was like, okay, maybe it's a time. Um, I got blessed. The Amr Sanchad was on my birthday. And I was like, again, same thought process. Like, if this isn't a sign, exactly, what is? Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, and things just click sometimes. Yeah. Um, moving like on the, to sorry, go ahead. Yeah, with my whole life, I've just been going with like a go at go with the flow kind of mentality, right? Because mm-hmm. my sister will like she'll confirm this. Like she, I've never done homework ever in my life, <laughs> but somehow I ended up with a degree. So it's like if that's not good, I don't know what is. <laughs> and no one really noticed before when you said. I thought it was so funny. You're like when you go to you, you'll be so surprised when you go to class. You get better grades, and you know when you when you're an adult, you realize, oh yeah, the stuff that people say is true. It is yeah. true. Yeah. It when you do sound, your homework, it helps you. Like it may sound corny, but it's it's true. It works. Like, yeah. yeah. They go to class, pay attention, take notes, mm-hmm. like get your marks, get your degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to who Ekamjit Singh was before comedy, because again, like you mentioned before. A lot of us know you as Brampton Grand, the face of Brampton Grand. So what did you study during your time in post-secondary and yeah. what was the initial career plan? So initial career plan was something to do in the medical field, doctor, pharmacist, anything like that. So I did. So I started uni in a biotech program, biotech biochem. Mm-hmm. And so first year, first semester, I filled three courses. I was like, I'm not, I, I don't think this is it. Yeah, biochem, that's brutal. <laughs> biochem is terrible. I had to take terrible. like linear algebra, uh, normal algebra, and then uh, physics, and I failed all three. Oh, and so I was just like, I can't do this. But I did pass bio without even like studying or anything. I'm like, so, so this is probably like the easiest thing to do. <laughs> so I just switched into biology. And then so the more more I got the more I got into biology, the less I enjoyed like the the medical side kind of thing, like all this cell stuff, and the more I liked. Uh, plants and the environment so i started taking more like plant related courses and like environment related courses but at laurier we didn't have much like options there Mm -hmm. right so i took whatever i could and so because of my like first three years like my gpa was like terrible i I couldn't really get into any master's programs but i'm gonna go to uh sheridan starting january for Mm -hmm. a one-year environmental control program Oh, so hopefully, awesome. like, we'll get something good out of that. <laughs> I was just actually looking into programs at Seneca for environmental for my little sister. She's really? same thing. She's in science. I did science as well. And I think that's something that a lot of people feel when they do sciences is like one with a bachelor's degree, you can't get anywhere in science. Yeah. And the programs are so competitive. It's almost impossible to get in. Like even people that are doing fairly decent, like, you know, 75 plus, like, even like that's with working your butt off, right? You get a 77 average and it's still then you're not good enough to get into any programs. Some people get 80s. They're still not good enough to get into any programs. And then you feel like, like, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm like, what, like, why am I not smart? Like everybody yeah, else who's yeah. getting 90s. But this is a problem with the university system is there's what, like 50% finals. There's a few like assignments. And one thing that's much better about Laurier compared to Waterloo is 
I took a course at Laurier for organic chem and I did organic chem one at Waterloo and I think I got like a 69 and then I did organic chem two at Laurier and there was so much more opportunity to get participation marks and assignments, online assignments and the final was weighed a lot less and so yeah. it, I, I like that system a lot better but still I find it problematic which is why when I went to college after university it was so much better there's so much more opportunity to show that you're smart and I think mm -hmm. university kind of in some ways destroys people's confidence in themselves and their intelligence yeah. mm -hmm. because it makes you feel like you're dumb but you're not it's just the system and I don't know how to fix it I'm sure there's a reason why it is that way but I, I don't get it and so I'm really glad you maybe, you maybe found it like like weed out the weaker minds but yeah. are you are you a weaker mind? mind just because um, you weren't able to get an 85 plus in university are you weaker that's, that's the true, question that's right you're not weaker it's that system doesn't work for you some people don't test well yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah like i went to college afterwards for massage therapy and there was so much of a practical component and for me speaking in front of people um you know doing presentations presenting different massage techniques to people is where i did much better right and i i just didn't test that well because there's just too many details on that slide that mm -hmm. i cannot memorize yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it doesn't mean that i'm not smart Mm -hmm. Right. And I try to tell my little sister the same thing because she has friends who are getting 90s and she's like, why am I so dumb? And I'm like, you're not dumb. It's the pro. The system is flawed. The yeah. university system is flawed. I wish there was a way to fix it. But I'm glad you found your environmental field. That's really cool. If, if that's the case. Um, and again, like from what I've seen, there's always like that extra pressure on science kids. So this could be for both of you. Why, why did you pick the sciences? I think it was like the, the challenge. So in high school, like um, I wasn't the I wasn't the smartest kid, but I always took like university or academic courses just because like I'm like it's there, it's an option. Other people are doing it. Why am I less than them, right? Like mm -hmm. I could I could do it too, and so I, I did it uh, like barely, but like I still did it, right? Yeah. And so I never even like um, tried to be like yo. I could always switch into a college course this that because it was like then then you don't really challenge your mind right even if you're not like getting a hundreds and and all that stuff you're still doing like the hardest thing that they're offering you mm -hmm. and you're still doing like putting in your like your yeah. your effort right so i think with that when i went to go to uni it was like i want to do a program that is going to challenge me mm -hmm. and right. so that's why i picked science and so you mentioned again challenging yourself mentally yeah why do you think that's important i think it's important to uh stay sharp because I feel like once you start um, taking it easy on your mind, mm -hmm. your mind gets too comfortable to that. Yeah. And so when you do face like challenges, you're not really uh, ready for it. like a. Um, you haven't really trained yourself to like uh, face the, like something challenging. Yeah. So I feel like that's why it's important to me to like always like challenge my mind. Yeah, being tired, but tired in a sense too. Yeah. How can you challenge your mind if you feel? Because this is a careers season, right? That's the yeah. theme, and uh, one theme that we've had so far is that our generation we we like to feel challenged we like to feel uh, happy in our jobs yeah. Yeah. and what do you do when you don't feel challenged in your job do you quit what like how can you kind of reset i think you find something you're passionate about and you just do it like i, I wouldn't recommend like quitting your job or like finding a better job right away like for me again it was like during school that was fun but then um making starting comedy videos was like another challenge so it's like mm -hmm. my brain was getting excited for that and mm -hmm. school became like something just to like finish and get out of the way so it's like in a way it helped me 
better get better at school too because it's like okay just hurry up and finish this so we could go shoot a video like hurry up and finish this so i could like go think of an idea and so i think with that it's like if you have something else that you're passionate about that you're doing and and you you have like a job or something that you're not really that good at or you're like uh you're struggling with i think with like your passion it brings up your mind state into like you 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 are good at something you are like it's just like like this job isn't it it, it is whatever your passion is that's what like you're really good at and so until that does turn into like a career or whatever like uh you just stay at your job you know you just push through it mm. but um like yeah i like that i like what you said you know you stay at your job you push through it you persevere yeah because that's something that was a big problem for me as well like i have i'm in a field where the job market is really good and you know there's lots of jobs for massage therapists out there Mm. and because of that i was moving from job to job to job just because i knew i could i knew that the clinic needs me more than i need them yeah and so i was just Mm. you know kind of hopping from place to place before i was like you know you need to chill out and yeah. stay in one place and even if you don't like it for a bit there's something that you need to learn from this yeah so and, and that's another here. thing it's like yo when you're going to uni or whatever don't just take something because you think you can get a high paying job out of it right mm-hmm. yeah because no matter what you study you could always create a business out of it yeah right and, like if you, and so if you study something you are passionate about that's like you got the passion you got the drive you got like um you just just add some creativity to it and then like you know you could grow a business yeah mm-hmm. so right again it's like yo like don't feel like inferior like you're you're studying some arts compared to like engineering or something right it's like everything has its different um strengths for sure yeah so some yeah sorry go ahead like like somebody that's good at engineering then they're not gonna be good at like literature and stuff or Mm -hmm. like vice versa yeah and so that's where you play to your strengths you play to what you enjoy doing yeah i love that too again being in political science um a lot of times sure i may not be the best at like math or science but I'll also have my friends who are in like the life sciences coming to me with their essays so I can edit them. Yeah. Right. So again, yeah, play to your strengths. I, yeah. I do agree with that. And you're going to, you're going to end up where you're going to end up. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where Sikhi is really helpful when you're in school is having that faith in Guru Sahib. Like for my sister, she's, she kind of got exposed to physiotherapy and she's like, this is what I want to do. And then she realized that it's so competitive mm. and now she's starting to doubt herself and just try to like reassure her that just you're gonna go wherever guru sahib is gonna take you there's careers out there that one haven't even been invented yet that you might yeah, end yeah. up in <laughs> or secondly you haven't even heard of right yeah. so we created like this whole excel doc and she's like oh my god there's so many careers i didn't even know about these and even yeah. for me i didn't even i didn't know about massage therapy when i started i walked into university thinking i was going to be a dentist yeah. and i thought this is really boring i don't want to do this then i thought i was going to do physiotherapy and i didn't like aspects of that job and that's how i got into massage therapy and now i love my job and it's taken me really far into teaching and and like you you don't know where you're going to end up and that's Mm -hmm. where you have to have that faith in guru sahib that wherever you're going to end up is going to be perfect for you yeah and that's what it all comes down to hukum right yeah so when you do start like uh meditating you just start like reading japji sahib and and japji sahib is really powerful stuff like so you start realize you start like um you start living hukum you start realizing that like yo what's the point of making a plan like you're everything's already like laid out for you you just have to recognize it mm-hmm. right and i feel like that's where like um siki comes siki gives you that clarity of mind so like when when signs do come you do recognize them mm-hmm. yeah i like that um so kind of switching gears a little bit why brampton grand where did you come up with that name okay this is like a very uh 
it's like a uh, it's like a very positive moving kind of thing so <laughs> so uh when we started ramping grand it was like um we oh yeah so it was me and my friend ajipa he's oh, the guy okay. that was like yo you want to make kung fu videos oh okay gotcha <laughs> yeah. gotcha gotcha yeah so he, he like at the beginning he used to film and edit and i just used to act and all that stuff but we picked the name ramton grand because like uh, like on social media everybody was just bad mouthing brampton all the time right mm-hmm. yo brampton's this brampton's that this that and then we living in brampton were like yo it's not even that bad yeah, yeah right yeah so i love brampton exactly i love brampton yeah. so um so we decided oh sorry so we decided to um to give our like our name um we decided to give our comedy page the name Brampton Grand so the name Brampton gets like more famous mm-hmm. in like oh, wow. a good kind yeah. of way mm-hmm. and not in like this like bad kind of way like Bobby running over each other and yeah. stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that part of Brampton <laughs> yeah that happened on Christmas I think yeah. what? yeah watch the news it's there it's wait a, what happened? um I'm not even from Brampton and I know this uh yeah Brampton's great um <laughs> basically um a taxi driver uncle baba ran over uh, another one um, i haven't looked into it i don't know if it was like you know like sharika Baji or something but uh yeah this very safe place very very safe place gotcha um so what do your family and friends think of brampton grand like specifically your parents yeah uh, my parents they their their main concern is like yo don't make fun of students too much right Mm. And I don't I don't think I do like international students. Yeah, international okay, students, okay. right? Cuz yeah. my mom works with some and she she like, "Yo, they'll watch your video. They'll know what you're doing, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sounds kind of intimidating. <laughs> but other than that, like they've seen like uh videos here and there and they're like, "Yo, whatever. It's fun. It's fine." But my mom's like, "My mom and dad aren't like that active on social media at, at all." Oh, wow. so, mm-hmm. so they like they don't really watch him. Mm-hmm. But my mommy, she's like my number one fan. Aww. <laughs> like she That's so cute. She, yeah, she doesn't have an Instagram account. She goes on her phone and Instagram.com slash Brampton Grand. Oh, so wow. Like that. So she can't see your stories then? No, she can't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's interesting because I, I know, like, again, the whole bashing Brampton. Um, a, a lot of people made a name off of that. And a lot of times some of the videos would be like, this is my parents' reaction to what I do. And sometimes they would be negative reactions. So... Um, your parents support this. Why is that important for you? Like, does that help you help you thrive in this social media realm? I think it's like, it helps me know that like, yo, there's no problems at home kind of thing with me mm-hmm. doing this. Like, uh, I can go tell my mom, your mom and go film a video and she can be like, okay. Right. Right? Instead of being like, no, don't do that. Right. So then, then like, so I won't leave the house on like a sour note or anything. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it with like good vibes. Yeah. And so when I come back home, she like she won't even know like that I went to film a video, right? It's because yeah. like, um, I'm, I'm I'm wording it wrong. Like there's she, like nothing to hide in a sense. Yeah, either, there's right? nothing there's to hide pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. So she knows like, oh, okay, whatever he did that, he did this. Like when my friends are over and we're in the basement, yeah, she knows what we're doing. Like she could hear it. Mm-hmm. Like when we were recording Harry Potter, like she she heard everything, right? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's fun too. Like for your uh, your sister as well. I remember when I met her, everybody did like their intros and. She did her intro and she's she didn't mention you at all. Sorry, um, but everybody else was like, "Oh yeah," and she's Brampton grand sister, and she was like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> um, so I guess that's kind of fun for her as well. It starts conversations. Yeah. So like uh, again, when me and my friends started Brampton grand, he used to film and edit, right? But then he got kind of busy. So now it's my sister that helps me with most of the filming. Oh, wow. she's like, yeah, that's oh, cool. So like, she's part of the team now. That's awesome. So nice. it's like uh, kind of like. 
it's like four guys. So it's like me, uh, Ajipa, who edits and films. My friend uh, uh, Kuldeep, who sometimes helps me come up with ideas. And then Taji or Tajpreet, she like films for me. And then she tells me like, yo, that's a funny video or that's not. Like I've scrapped videos before because she's like, yo, it's not funny. Is she funnier <laughs> than you? No, but she she knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, she knows when I'm funny. And okay. she knows when I'm trying too hard. Interesting. Okay. So she knows she knows like my humor better than me. Gotcha. So wow. like I know like a video is good if she laughs at it. I know if, if it, a video is bad if she doesn't. Hmm. So like That's she's really like, nice. Yeah, That's really like, nice. You value your sister's opinion so much. Oh no, I created that like uh, opinion. I created her like sense of humor. Pretty oh, much. Okay, <laughs> like, my gotcha. Whole life. Okay. It's not um, all her. You made hey. her who she is. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned some of the. You mentioned a little bit right now. You have four people on the team of Parenting Grand. Yeah. And with people who are pursuing social media, sometimes it can you know, be a little, some people may be like, oh, he's just looking to get a quick buck or mm-hmm. what is he doing? He needs to get a job or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but there's so much more that goes into it. I know we experience that with experience to key all the time as people think that the things we do are so easy. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm just like, you need to come into a day in the life of an experience to say that to see what work goes into this. I mean, we're in a small basement room right now recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff goes, um, goes behind Parenting grant that people don't know about. What's your creative process? What are the challenges that okay, you face? So I'm just gonna like tell the whole like story of like how I have been interpreting parenting. So when I first started, it was like I wanted to make like characters and skits and all this like outrageous stuff that's like never been done in Punjabi comedy. And so when we did used to do that, it didn't get as much views because I don't think people were like people. It's just like what are they doing? It's so weird. It's not funny. It's this that. So we were like mm-hmm. doing like some really out there stuff. And then so I kind of like notched it back a little and introduced like like a dad character and all that stuff and that really took off people really people like in the Punjabi comedy scene like the family comedy it's still like it still bangs like people still love that stuff right it's like so so what I with that I was thinking like okay I'm gonna start doing like family comedy and now but I'm gonna switch up the skits right it's not gonna be like oh um like oh like a mom throwing a chappal or something like that's like been done like tens 10, 20 times, like I've seen it, I see it like every other month. So with starting, it was like, um, there are some other like comedians and stuff. And so I was like reaching out, trying to collab this, that and all that. Mm-hmm. And so what I noticed about collabing was that I didn't really enjoy it. Cause it's like, it's one thing to have your own team and like everybody's on the same boat, same like mindset. We have the same ideas. Yeah. But it's like when you bring somebody in who has different ideas, who's doing their own thing and you try to like mash the two together it's not fun. Right. It's like a forced video that's mm-hmm. not funny. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my new plan, like new game plan now is to like n- no more collabs, no nothing. Just stick with like my guys and we just like film our videos. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, I've noticed I'm like, when I meet people, they, they show a lot of love, right? And then when I meet like um, people that are like prominent in the community, they show a lot of love too. I'm like, yo, there's no difference between people just because one person has like a status Mm-hmm. in society and one's like a, a quote-unquote nobody they're just like a regular person i'm like yo there's no difference really i'm like so why do i follow these people back but i can't follow all my fans back so i'm like oh, yo, wow. if, I, if i can't follow anybody back i'm not gonna follow any if, uh, if i can't follow everyone back mm-hmm. i'm not gonna follow anyone so i just unfollowed everyone i noticed <laughs> that too i noticed that yeah. too when i was going on your page um let's say a couple of weeks before and now i did yeah. notice the following go down to zero. Oh, no yeah. that's very interesting because it's like i don't when i go on my like 
I'm logged out of the account right now because I'm taking like a little creative break. Mm-hmm. But it's like every time I go on the account, I just see like a whole mishmash of stuff. Yeah. Like if from from Sikhi to like comedy to like viral like videos of some guys in the pind to, <laughs> to like uh, like again like just uh, random stuff happening in Brampton and all this stuff. I'm like this this is not like I don't want to see this right. Why am I following mm-hmm. all of these pages? Like I, I could follow everything from my personal account. Yeah. Why do I need to like add it to my brand? So mm-hmm. so right now I'm gonna do like minimal exploring from the Brampton Gang page and more just like uploading and just, just getting out of there just letting like, people see exactly see what you yeah because people just want a video right they don't want yeah. like that's all like so that that's all that like if I can't make videos then like why am I doing all the other stuff too around the brand right mm-hmm. so for this year I'm gonna try to do like more focused on like just putting out content yeah. and then just like going and doing my own thing so um, I know we were having a conversation with a couple of friends before um, and we'll, we'll get into like how you treat your comedy, not just yeah. like something that's slapstick or excessive profanity. Yeah. Um, you push out a lot of content in comparison to a lot of other, let's say, internet uh, celebrities or comedians. Yeah. Um, that creative process, there must be a way it, you come from joke to video. Yeah. Right. Or even just like an idea to joke to video. Yeah. Do you think you're ever going to run out? And let's say, how do you treat your comedy? Like, how does it stay fresh? Okay. So when I'm in like a creating kind of mindset, it'll last like a couple months. Like I'll go a couple months, I'll just make mm-hmm. videos and just crank them out. Like, uh, But then like right now, I'm going through like a reflection time, right? Mm-hmm. Like trying to think like, yo, okay, so I already, I did all this stuff, what's next? So I'll take like a week off or, or like two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Like I do one in like December and then one in June. Like it correlates with the nice. shady season. Wow. But, <laughs> shady season. <laughs> so uh, it's like, it's a good time for reflection, right? Yeah, yeah. for so, sure. Either every it, like it helps you see like yo what's really important to you as a person right and I feel like you have to know your values in order to create content that is true to you mm-hmm. so yeah that's why I think like this is a very important time so when I do create videos I know like it's easier to come up with the idea because it's like my mind it's um it's more clear it's not really polluted mm-hmm. so I could just like think of skits film it upload it within like an hour oh wow and that's what I usually do like when I when I'm when it's like it's like two days gone by, three days got, have gone by, and I'm like, yo, I haven't made a video yet. Mm-hmm. So I'll just sit down. I'll just think of something like funny I've seen recently, and just add a little twist to it, and just film it, edit it, upload it, and that's it. Wow. So, but like bigger things, like the Harry Potter ones, are more like planned out mm-hmm. because like more people are involved in that. Like I don't handle the filming and editing for those ones. Like I just act, and then like it's all a G Paul's ideas. Those. So he just like tells me, yo, do this, do this, do this, yeah. and then he goes, he throws it together, and he just uploads it. Wow. That's a lot of trust you have in him. Yeah, like I, I trust him. I've known him for like um, since grade eleven, hmm. so oh, I've known okay. him for a while now. So I, I, I know like, like I could trust like what he's gonna do. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. And that's another important thing. Like when I, I come back to the the whole like clabbing issue, this that. It's like if if you don't connect with the people like like off the comedy like uh like day-to-day life wise yeah. then like you know like they're gonna pr- be producing different ideas than you mm. are and then and it's not it's not like it's like a bad thing to go solo right it's just like mm. you just want to do your own thing sometimes right mm-hmm. and so i yeah. tried like everything like turning it into a business people told me to go on youtube make money off of this this that right but it's like i really don't want to do that i just want to make a video and then go like get on with my life yeah kind of thing um Speaking of which, let, let's say your listeners, many of our listeners too, many of us have grown up watching South Asian comedians, yeah. uh, most notably, let's say, Just Rain, Superwoman, um, AK, Russell yeah. Peters even. Yeah. And you have followers and you have haters, right? Yes. Um, 
and it's very easy to say or show something that gets you like gives you a bad name yep. right and your career can come crashing down yep so how do you find that fine balance between what's offensive and what's acceptable especially in our community because let's say there's a kahava like right in our community mm. so how do you how do you balance that because so far you've done a great job in handling it mm. i think with that it comes to like what do i personally find offensive right mm-hmm. and really i don't really find a lot of things offensive except like like um when something is negatively done about guru sahib right yeah like really sure. so i think like when i do make like security related videos those are like my most like like tense ones like yo i have to walk like a really fine line mm-hmm. so i try to like not put any gurbani in the video not do anything that like um not have like a prop of a maharaj or anything yeah. I, i don't do any of that i'll just do like like a funny thing that will happen at godwara like somebody mata taking and then mm-hmm. you can see his yeah. crack or something yep. right? <laughs> like like that that's not really i don't really find that offensive but so i i'll do like those kinds of scenarios but i won't like do something that's sensitive to me personally because yeah. i can't live with myself if i do start selling out sikki for a comedy mm-hmm. but so that's the line i walk and when people find like the videos that i make offensive it's in my mind i'm like yo i know it's not offensive so i don't really care about what they say and mm-hmm. i just keep going and also uh, again when we we've talked offline and you've mentioned that offensive humor is is easy in a sense right yeah. it, it comes from a place of ignorance um do you do you want to shed some light upon that like why why not tread that way let's say it doesn't have to be about like mara specifically yeah, yeah. right but uh why not go the slapstick or excessive profanity way right why not yeah. make maybe not family friendly videos just yeah. for the extra views i'm not going to like those videos are funny like i do laugh at yeah. like that kind of stuff too right so for me personally it's not challenging enough so it mm. comes back to that like if i do start doing that i feel like i'm just dumbing myself down mm-hmm. even though like that that is an art of its own yeah. but i'm i i don't know how to do it right So I don't want to get into that. I, so I just stay into like I try to keep it clean, try to keep it um like I'll do I, I swear now and then, but it's like nothing kids haven't heard from their parents, right? Yeah. So uh, I'll do that um and so it's like anything like you could easily show your parents too. Because mm-hmm. I, I want like the whole family involved in the video, right? Yeah. So like, because uh, like the other day I was at Vancouver Gurdwara and some kid came up to me and he's like, "Yo, my dad's a fan too," and his dad was standing there and I said, "Fatu to his dad." Too. Wow. <laughs> so it's like the whole family enjoys the video, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. yo, like that's it. That's all I asked for, right? Like, mm-hmm. like just like people watch the video and enjoy. It. Like I'm not trying to like build a career off of this. I'm not trying to like um make any money. Like I tried that and mm-hmm. it just doesn't like the art doesn't. come out naturally anymore yeah. it's like you're you're being forced to make something yeah and like that's where it's like i don't want to do it kind mm-hmm. of mentality i've always had that like kind of mentality like if somebody tells me to do something yeah th- like it makes me not want to do it yeah so. <laughs> that's a lot of us yeah um interesting you say that so um we we didn't initially plan on touching upon this but let's say sponsors and brands a lot yeah. of a lot of social media influencers do fall into that trap um they're they're no longer themselves because they they want to try making a career out of this yeah, yeah. so when you started brampton grand um did you anticipate money and when you did have these opportunities did they come to you or you go to them see it's funny when we did start it we always thought like we're gonna create our own content and sell it right so it's like yo uh one day maybe we'll make a movie and sell it maybe or like sell tickets to it maybe we'll like um curate a show or something this that mm-hmm. but when we did start getting sponsorships I was like, yo, this is this is cool. This is money coming in too, right? Yeah. But it's like over a while, it takes a toll on you. You start like hating like like uh 
posting the video you're just like yo i gotta post i gotta show people this yeah right like and then you have to put it because they paid you for it so 2020 <laughs> no more sponsorships sorry guys but uh, wow. Wow, <laughs> i'm done with move. that big yeah. statement yeah um so you talked a little bit about um not wanting to put out content that is offensive to Sikhi and that's your one big rule yeah um with like what you're doing it's not like parchar in the traditional sense of like you're not doing katha but you yeah. know you do frequently post about basics of sikhi videos you have your soundcloud and you post about pantik issues yeah so in some ways you are doing parchar mm. and our pant tends to come very strongly at parcharics anytime they make a mistake yeah. there's very little room for them to move yeah. so do you feel any pressure by this like on, in the sikhi aspect um, no, because like uh, when I talk to things and Nurkitan and stuff, everybody shows mad love, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, if the pun's happy, I'm happy. I could care less about like what other people think, right? It's mm. so, like I, I did catch heat for that trans papa video. Uh, <laughs> but again, in my head, I'm like, yo, this is not offensive, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, if people find it offensive, like, yo, like, you know, it's like, don't watch it, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just move on. Like, like don't make it your sole purpose in life to like get this video taken down mm-hmm. and, or whatever, right? Yeah. And so... Like, I come across things I find offensive all the time on social media. I just, like, scroll past it. That's yeah. it. Like, it's it's that mm-hmm. simple. <laughs> I mean, you know, it it is that simple, but it's yeah. not that simple. Yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. into my next question. It's, it really depends on where you are in your life mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's true. Because um, for me, I also started a social media page, I think, like, a year ago or something. And there's zero posts now. I deleted everything. Mm. Um, because for me... It, it was like a fitness page. I was trying to like, you know, do the fitness thing. Yeah. And um, I felt a lot of pressure, like mentally. And that's because that's just the type of person I am. Yeah. When I say something to somebody or they say something to me, I will live with it for like a week. Like I can't sleep at night. I just keep thinking like if I said something to Dilraj today that might have even been a little bit offensive, yeah. I won't be able to sleep tonight until I message Dilraj and apologize. Okay. That's how I am. Mentally, yeah. but then some people are a lot stronger where they'll, you know, just keep on scrolling. It's that simple. Like just mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. on. How how does the social media side, being an influencer, how does it affect your mental health? At the beginning, I did used to like take um, any negative comment I get seriously. I'm like, yo, like, mm-hmm. maybe more people think like this too. Maybe majority of people think like this. And you're like, yo, like why am I doing? That? I'm just making a fool of myself on the internet, right? For just to like make people like try to make people laugh try to do this that whatever yeah and so over the time i think it's like when you realize in in like real life i haven't gotten any hate it's only on the internet in mm-hmm. real life everybody just shows love mm-hmm. so i was like yo why am i worried about like what some words somebody wrote on the internet yeah. when in real life people are like giving me hugs they're like yo we love your videos everything mm-hmm. so it's like i that's the whole um reason now why i'm gonna spend less time on the account is to just avoid all that, all those comments and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just post my video and leave, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, just like, like how like um, J Cole or somebody they do it. They just stay ghost for a while. Yeah. When they make music, they put it out, and now he just ghost for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. like that's a good like um, that's a good way to stay like mentally healthy. It's like if you get too like deep into social media, you want to like always be bigger and better than the next guy. Mm-hmm. But then like if you're in if you see in real life how many like people watch your stuff how like and all the all the connections you're making in real life you realize that like a year ago like none of this was here like yeah. next year you're gonna meet more people more people so i think it's like focus on your real life more than like what people say online yeah, yeah. 
online it's like it's so quick now like people will forget something within 20 minutes yeah yeah um does your team share that like same attitude as in like okay we won't check how many likes this got or like it's posted it's out of the way let's go back because again like i I wouldn't say I'm addicted, but I love my social media. I love just being on Instagram for mm-hmm. like hours, just watching videos. Yeah. Literally happened two days ago at 2 a.m. Yeah. Right. So no, I think I think that's a different way when you're like searching for content and you're watching mm-hmm. it compared to when people are like judging your content. Oh, uh, OK. OK. So like I, I do that, too. I scroll endlessly on social media, too. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's why I have like I have like five accounts now just to follow like one for like just meme pages, one for like cool photography pages mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I think like that's like, yo, you should. That's one like thing about Instagram. I feel like everybody should try to like use like you'll make the five accounts that they let you follow different things from every account. So like when you're in a mood to look at this stuff, it's all there. You only see that. Stuff you only see that, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, I, but yeah, continue with what you were saying with the. No, no, no. That's what it was. So how does you does your team share that same attitude? Is it just once it's out there, leave it alone and let the world see it, or is it always? checking back in like oh how, how did this video do do we care about the comments or reactions because you do reply to some I, of the comments i right? do yeah when like it's like a really funny comment or if i think mm-hmm. of something funny to say i'll just reply but that's like every now and then though, mm-hmm. i don't reply to majority of comments i'll just like them mm-hmm. just to show people that like yo he saw the comment again yeah you're still you're still engaged yeah just to like like the comment to encourage them to comment again <laughs> yeah no for sure but uh but yeah with the team um they're not really on social media publicly they, they got oh, some okay. like ghost accounts just to like stay in the loop but other than that my um yeah they're they're not really like social media kind of guys which i really like so they give that outsider perspective so it's like they're part of the team but they're also part of the audience Uh, so we uh, we have the full like perspective within just our circle so we don't really need anybody right i like that um so you've talked about how you want to use Brampton Grand for your professional ventures yeah. as well, your community work. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, Japanese Judy. Yeah, yeah take a little uh, thinking <laughs> sip. <laughs> so with community ventures and stuff, I am like I've, I I don't have a, like an active resume right now, right? But I've be, I've gotten job opportunities just from the people I've met, and so it's like when you meet people they they realize what kind of skills i have this that and then they're like yo we have this position here are you interested this that so i'm like yo that's that's really interesting because my whole life i was told to like yo have a good cover letter have a good resume submit it apply to 20 jobs a day this that all that and then i'm here making comedy videos getting job offers mm-hmm. so i'm like yo it's it's all about like putting yourself out there I forgot your original, oh, the community thing. So, um, <laughs> so where that comes with the community, it's like I, I have this like following that I built now. I'm like, what can I do positive with it? What can I do like um, most of my followers are like come from a Sikh Punjabi background. So mm-hmm. if what can I do to like either um, um, promote Sikh history more, promote like Sikh uh, philosophy and everything more, the, like the more I do it, the more better. Like if I do start losing followers, because of that, I'm like, yo, we're just weeding out the people anyways, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the, like, Sikhi has never really been like a numbers thing. It's more of like a quality thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm, now nowadays, I don't really care about how many followers I have or anything. It's just all about like, who are my followers, right? Yeah. How um, engaged are they with me? All that stuff. Like, um, how much support do they show? How much love do they show? And like, like 10 guys that like really love your stuff beats like 100 people that are like, like view every video. Because uh, cause it's like, 
you know like there's like a solid foundation there so it's like if my people are like if my people are the punt then i'm gonna promote the punt so mm -hmm. i gotta find a good way to do it now so i feel like that's another thing i want to get started on is like um a like a, a new way to like promote um Sikhi. more of like the media aspect of it because there's mm -hmm. a lot of katha and a lot of piri up there like you could like learn a lot about like sick um philosophy spirituality all that stuff but there's not really a lot of like dedication towards the media aspect like why is it important to have a good job why is money important like money is power like we shouldn't be attached to money mm -hmm. but money does run the world yeah it does and, so, and, and that's why sikhi doesn't really like what i've noticed is like a lot of people don't really teach that they teach like don't be attached to money mm -hmm. but they don't teach you that like money is a tool yeah yeah, yeah. so i think like we need i, I want to start promoting that kind of stuff more like mm -hmm. you know like get out in the world and like become like like build just like um build a name for yourself mm -hmm. um kind of that leads greatly into the next question so you've been reconnected with sikhi recently and over the past couple of months it seems as that sikh philosophy really really shapes your actions and thoughts mm -hmm. so as a person and through brampton grand um for example uh i believe i mentioned this to you in person as well um, last year in December 2018, all you did was post a story where you said you won't be posting for a certain, like a set amount of time in commemoration of the Sabjad and the Shahidia yeah. of Po, right? And for me, that that got a lot of respect because it was like, you don't know how many thousands of views you could be making in December. Mm. Everyone's home for the holidays, but you've decided to take that break, right? And now you say re you reflect during that time because it's a perfect time for a reflection. So keeping that in mind, um, would you like to share some, again, some of those principles that act as your driving force. So you mentioned Meedy Beedy. There's also, there's so much that you mentioned, but like Bantik Betterment, um, what comes first? What are your priorities? Yeah. Yeah, so my priority, it is the Pant, right? Like, it, it has to be like now, like I'm Amritari, so like I gave my head to the Pant. Mm -hmm. So like that, that is, like that's, that, that's my only priority now. For so sure. I feel like during December, when we do like reflect upon the Shahidi of the Savjad, mm -hmm. like th this should be a time for like, I, like personal reflection too like yo these were the sons of Guru Gomez Singh you look at what they did in such a young age right mm -hmm. like I'm older than them now but like yeah. I still look at them like they're my big brothers mm -hmm. yeah so and they'll forever be my big brothers no matter how old I get because mm -hmm. so it's like during this time it's always like how can I live up to that kind of um example that they set so I feel like this is the perfect month to like like um Listen to as much Katha as you can, yeah. like meditate as much as you can, like read as much Dasambani, every anything that you can, right? <laughs> yeah. Just sure. to get like that that spirit in you, like like feeling. Yeah. And and so if I do start making videos this that I feel like I'm disrespecting them mm -hmm. by, by like by like trying to steal their attention away because this month all the attention should be on them. Okay. I don't want to be stealing it away. Yeah. Or anything. So like I'll promote in my story like the shade, the everything, just to bring like attention and awareness back onto them because sure. they deserve it like forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can't like I can't like live with myself if I do post videos during this this two week time. Mm -hmm. It's just like it's 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 like dis it's so disrespectful in my opinion to them being Amritari Singh if I do post videos and all that stuff during this month and same yeah. for June. Like if I post videos in June during eighty four mm -hmm. um, during the first week of June again I feel like I'm really like um, disrespecting the she's because like, you know, this is their week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let them have it. Like you know don't don't like steal their yeah shine or whatever you have the rest of the year right like mm -hmm. you can't give two weeks yeah. to the month well, no we share that we share that perspective too because a lot of times uh when turban up used to come up uh originally it was in may and then because of weather we decided to move it to june yeah and i think it might have been once 
during the during the Shahidi week. And as soon as it did happen, like I believe everyone on the team was just like, maybe maybe no, right? Sure, it's um, kids are almost like it's before exams. Weather's great and everything, but at the same time, it was like Turban Up is a is a nice community social event, mm-hmm. and it, it just didn't feel right. Right. So we, we definitely get where you're coming from. And that goes into my next point. You you also mentioned this offline that your only allegiance lies with the punt. Yeah. Right. What does that mean to you? And how how does that translate, um, let's say, practically yeah. with what you can do with your brand name or what you can give to the community or what any of us can do? Yeah. Right. Um, could you could you touch upon that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I think it's like when um, opportunities do arise mm-hmm. for me, I have to think about it and be like, is this something that the bond would be happy with me doing or like be like oh something i could be criticized for something i'm gonna be sent to a kaltak side for right <laughs> so it's like that's when i think of allegiance to the punt i think like yo um does this follow the principles of sikhi is this like um or is this gonna hurt the principles it's gonna make um amritari look in a bad light kind of mm-hmm. thing so it's like that well that's what i mean by when i say allegiance to the punt i mean like all of my actions are oriented as to like the month mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like I, I, if i do something that's not in in that like kind of sphere yeah it's like i'm 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 uh, chasing something else i'm getting mm-hmm. like I'm, it, it all comes back to like like maya yeah. like i'm getting like trapped by maya by money by whatever um yeah. fame all this stuff it's like but by selling out my principles so it's like I don't like if you stick to your principles. It's like that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, right. It's a very thin line to walk. I remember having this conversation with a friend, and it was like you can be successful and you you can accumulate a lot of money. Yeah, right. And where does that where does that go wrong? Right, like where does it become Maya versus stuff you can like let's say this one. Right, the more you make, the more you're giving back to the yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Right, it could be your time if you're not making money. Um, and it's it's just very interesting you say that because a lot of times in our generation. Um, we might say that our allegiance is with the bunt, but it's very hard to put it out practically, mm-hmm. right? Or even find creative ways. Like, again, that December post last year was like, wow, right? That hit home. For me, it's like, let's say there, there's there's goals you can set, right? Whether it be listening to Katha. I know I've been trying my hardest to only listen to Katha and Kirtan for the past, like, two, three weeks, right? Um, It's tough, but it, it's just one way you can demonstrate it in a sense, right? Yeah. And kind of going off of your post last year where you decided to kind of take a break for that week, um, like one thing, there's a Instagram page that sick mama. It's Kiran Jodkar from BC. She just started a conversation online about the challenge of she has three kids and she's trying to teach them about the shahidi, but they're surrounded by the festivities and celebrations yeah. of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so she was asking other moms out there or just anyone out there, what do you do in your home? to kind of help the kids remember that this is a very sad time for the bunt. It's a time to reflect and remember. And with kids asking for presents and trees and stuff like that, what, what's your opinion on that? I think you just gift them a kirpan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. But uh, it's like, it's the same thing when it comes to like Halloween and all that stuff, right? I'm like, if, if, we, if you're going to celebrate one holiday, right? Don't like, if you're going to celebrate Halloween and then criticize somebody for celebrating Christmas, it's like you're the hypocrite too, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like in this culture that we live in, like Christmas is a prevalent thing, right? But it's like that, that shouldn't like take priority over the, the shady thing. Like, yeah, if your yeah. kids want to celebrate Christmas, right? Like whatever, put a tree in your house, give them a gift, right? Um, that's all up to you, right? But yeah. it's like don't, like try to take them to like a smogum too, 
yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Try to like um, teach them, like like tell them bedtime stories about Sajjadir. For sure. Something, right? Like anything that can like just get them to to learn something. At the end of the day, like we just want them to learn something, right? Yeah. yeah. We, like two weeks, we're not going to convert them into like like you know <laughs> right yeah. as if they if they just learn something new like even if it's like a small thing i think it's like that that's that's a success too mm-hmm. like uh amongst all this like christmas culture if you could you're still able to like you know plant that seed in there for right? sure i'm like yo, that, that that's yeah. good like and like um she she also mentioned another idea which i thought was really good is that you know growing up for most of us for for me actually i don't know about you guys but um gorpurb and stuff like we would still always go to school on gorpurb but then you would go to the gurdwara in the evening and you yeah, would just yeah. run around in the gurdwara right yeah. and like that was gorpurb but now with you know our generation becoming parents mm-hmm. they are starting to make a really big deal out of gorpurb and she mm-hmm. like decorates her house and gets the uh, i don't know if she does this or it's just something that she mentioned on her social media gets the kids presents and things like that and hmm. i think that's a good solution as well is yeah. to make a really big deal out of gorpurb like yeah. if mm-hmm. the kids don't go to school for one day they'll live like you know yeah. let them have gorpurb yeah. off celebrate at home and make yeah. a really big deal out of it so that when christmas comes around and all their friends are celebrating christmas they can be like oh well for gunarit they just gorpurb we did this exactly. and this and yeah. this and it's like something yeah. they have as well no kids are very impressionable especially when you see them at let's say local gordora camps or just talking to them in the punjabi schools a lot of times when you do tell them about the sabjadde they realize that they were their age right and it turns into like wow like they did something i would have never thought of mm-hmm. right and a lot of times again um it does happen where when they really want to get into sikhi but the parents sometimes aren't comfortable with it yeah right and then that creates a dilemma of its own but um again it, it is all about the learning at the end of the day um a lot of times i credit the parents who took like two minutes out of let's say every night instead of reading a bedtime story it was a sake right yeah. i love that idea or again gifting a kirpan i, I never yeah. thought of that before but no very very interesting way to to lead lead them in a in a new direction and um like, yeah yeah with that it's like you you shouldn't like force sikhi or anything exactly, on the kids for sure, right? for sure. but you could still teach them the history and everything right because mm-hmm. i'm a firm believer that like yo sikhi finds you yeah yeah right like you could learn as much as sikhi like i i was this example i went to the godor every friday tuesday for simran and then yeah. friday grimmouth class everything like i was in that like submerged in it but i never felt that connection mm-hmm. right until later on in my life when i yeah. felt that connection and then then it's like yo this is a whole different perspective of sikhi than like the one that was like forced upon me as a kid yeah. compared to when i found it on my own yeah so i think it's like it's good teaching them history it's good teaching them what barney is and all this stuff yeah. but if they like eventually choose to like not follow this path it's like i think the best thing you could do is let them go yeah and then mm-hmm. support them yeah i agree 100% yeah. like i've dealt with that firsthand with like we grew up in an amritari family i didn't take amrit until i was 18 but like my older sister you know she didn't follow that same path and when i first got into sikhi it's like when you first take amrit you're on a high and yeah. you just like want everybody to come into sikhi and yeah. you want everybody to do simran yeah. and like you're like i just want you to take amrit let's go now and you know i was dealing with those challenges and my sister like as i was telling her yo you should take amrit she would like go further and further and further away from sikhi yeah and i i had to realize that it, whether she's going to take amrit in this lifetime or not is not up to me it's not up to my dad it's not up to my mom that's kirpa from guru saheb and yeah. you need to get there on your own yeah. because 
Exactly. That's where the love comes from. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as soon as I stopped forcing her, she's like, oh, I want to teach Gurmukhi class. I want to do a sage part. I mm-hmm. want to do this. I want to do that. And she just like started coming into it on her own. And she's yeah. still on her journey. And um, Yeah, uh, just I just wanted to touch upon something. Um, Again, you, it's also like not forcing, but it's also like you can still be an influence, right? Like yeah. every person's different and you can't, not everyone's going to follow the same path. And again, you're you're a social media influencer, but you don't, like let's say when you repost a post, there's never a caption with it. It's just there, yeah. so people can read the caption, and it's not your opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna why is that the case? That. So a lot of people do use their platform to express their opinions, but yeah. for you, it's it's strictly knowledge. Um, what yeah. plays into that? I think it's that like I'm not even that knowledgeable yet myself, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever I learned from this post, maybe you'll have a different perspective. So I'll just share the post, and that's it. Like I won't add my opinion or anything to it because I don't want to like influence somebody's opinion about something which i'm not even that like knowledgeable about so it's like yo check it out what did you derive from it kind of message that's the kind of thing i want to try to like when i do share stuff that's what i want to like put out there it's like um again if it's like a kata about history or something i won't be like oh amazing kata please watch i won't do that i'll just put the kata if somebody's interested (laughs) they'll click it if they're not interested they'll keep going and like it's no problem if you're not interested this time right you know maybe next time you you will click it right for sure and like um but like the opposite of that is on twitter like twitter Mm. it's like always people just like picking at each other like oh this is wrong this is wrong you're wrong this wrong that's wrong i I don't even know where to begin. I'm still new to Twitter, so I'm, yeah, I'm still. Yeah, I, I don't use it at all. I have an <laughs> account. It's been just yeah. lying there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's like a mess, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I'm not on it. <laughs> it's like it's like Twitter is the place where like the more they have more knowledge than the things about history. Is that because like, is that because some people come from a place of ignorance and they feel like Twitter is like their their way of making it in, like getting that name? Why Why do you think that is? I think because Twitter has like you could be anonymous on it, right? So nobody knows if you're a singer or not or whatever the whatever your like oh, physical yeah. appearance is, right? So like you can just tweet like um whatever you want to without uh personal judgment. It's only judgment of your ideas. So it's like you could tweet but still remain like, you know, like there's no like consequences associated yeah, yeah, with it, right? Yeah. You're not gonna get cornered in a Gordona because yeah, yeah, no exactly. one knows who it is. Interesting. Yeah. Like what I've noticed on Twitter is like, yo, there's a lot of people that are like really like into Sikhi this that, right? Mm. But like I, t- I talked to a guy at the Godo about this and he's just like, yo, like, don't try to force them into Sikkim more. They're, if they're already on the path, that's fine. They'll develop on their own, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, because my initial thing was like, yo, how do we get all these more to take home? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Me too, but, yeah. But it's like, yo, they'll do it on their own. Like, yeah. I've done it on my own. They're, a lot of people have done it on their own. Yeah. So just let them be, right? Mm. And so people that like, argue with other people like oh somebody will post uh, like a nice post and be like lol but you still don't keep your hair and, <laughs> and so that one comment could like you know yeah. mess up somebody's whole like yeah. like like do i really want to join a group of people that are just gonna like that's yeah, so judgmental me, right yeah, yeah no for sure i feel that a lot especially again with the kids it's like um uh, it's uh, through personal experiences anytime i tell them of the importance of keeping case a lot of them would be like i really do want to keep my case but let's say my dad won't let me, right? Yeah. But they still have that wish in mind. Yeah. But yeah. if they read that a couple of years down the road, they're going to be like, do I still want to keep it? Yeah, exactly. Right? Or like, is it even worth trying to get on this path if this yeah. is going to be the consequence? No, that's that's very interesting. Um, switching gears just a little bit. Um, you're you're prevalent on Instagram, right? It, it's, it's the short videos. Most people, 
um, either transitioned into YouTube and now people went from YouTube to television or Netflix. Um, you use YouTube not as often as your Instagram. Is there a specific yeah. reason why? Why not make longer comedic videos, not like a vlog or a Q&A um, yeah. on, on YouTube? Honestly, I think people just don't care, right? Really? Yeah. Like, they're happy with the one-minute video, and I'm happy to make that. It's like, let's work for me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so eventually, when I do go on YouTube, I want it to be a different kind of content. I don't want it to be just comedy sketches dragged out. Because yeah. it's like, yo, the attention span is shortening, right? Yeah. Why would I make a longer video? That's there. such a good point. So it's like, mm. yeah. just, just short to the point, and that's it. So when I do go on YouTube, like, I'm, I'm working on, like, a, a whole different... Um, brand right now called six side yeah uh, yeah I, I keep promoting it but there's nothing on it yeah <laughs> so, I, I always go back i was like do i follow it now <laughs> I mean, like, there's, nothing on it. there's nothing on it are you allowed but, to tell us what it is yeah, i just like the name right so i just six side six you know? side sick side six side you know six oh gotcha <laughs> that took a while <laughs> it wasn't until you did the sign okay gotcha. yeah i just like the name and then so i, I really wanted to do like um Again, it came back to the idea of, like, there's a lot of prachara on the internet, but there's not a lot of, like, uh, real-life kind of, like, day-to-day life kind of vlog or anything on the internet. Mm-hmm. So, what, recently, I was thinking of, like, yo, why don't... I'm still new to, like, uh, Amritari life. Why don't I just vlog that, like, learning Sikhi, pretty much, through, like, like applicable things? Like, yeah, we can learn, like, uh, um, the art of Gurbani and everything online. But it's like, what, what does the Santhya class really look like? Mm-hmm. What, like, you know, like... Why don't I like talk to like a, a guy that teaches Santhya, vlog that, vlog the class, vlog the people there, vlog like um, a martial arts class, mm. uh, uh, somebody learning Gataka, like right, figure right. that out and all that. Cause that's not on the internet. Like, right. Or it's, so I, I really want to try to do that. Like um, talk to like uh, sick professionals and figure out like how did they get there and right. how did Sikhi go that way. What we're doing here, but like more, like you, but more Stop of like stealing our idea, Brampton Grange. Throwing in the plug. <laughs> no, it's true. We need more of that. Like even yeah. with this podcast, we've toyed with the idea of you know the first season was mental health, and there's other people out there who have very like great stories, yeah. but you know maybe are not six or don't really have much to speak about Sikhi, yeah. but they do have incredible stories, and we've had to kind of debate like should we have them on, should we have them on, but we're like there's lots of mental health podcasts out there that yeah, they can yeah, go yeah. on. Mm-hmm. They're like this season is about sick professionalism and there's lots of career podcasts already we need to for do sure. something that's different for right. our month and even yeah. then i feel like that normalization is huge because i know um growing up it always be like sure we could take Amrit the one we're like 25 30 hey maybe in our 80s right yeah. towards the very end and it was that um experience at key camp 2018 where the whole lifestyle became kind of normalized that oh this is how people wake up for knit the name right and and this is what, like, let's say reading a salok before eating something. Or it just became all, like, normalized. I was like, yeah. okay, this is cool. Even going into the Umbra Sanjad, um, I watched the basics of Sikhi video, but I was tripping out. I was yeah, like, what yeah, do you yeah, do? Yeah. Right? And I was very lucky that I had friends who were just like, you literally walk in, yeah. they'll take care of the rest. And I was like, okay, cool. But it was just it was just calming down the nerves, right? No, I, f- I feel like that's a great idea. I can't wait till Sikh side comes out. Yeah, I just got to find, like, um, this content for it, I guess. Fair enough. All right. Um... How do you keep your content relevant? Ooh, um, it's like, what is relevance? You know, um, am I trying to keep up with whatever is popular in pop culture? Am I trying to keep up with what's popular in my life? Like, uh, at what stage am I in my life? Who has my content directed towards? So I feel like if I just make videos that I want to make, somebody's going to get it at mm-hmm. some point. So it's like, 
whatever I take in, I, I just bring it out, right? And so if it is something fresh and something that's new that's in, it's automatically just going to go in my head um, and do it and come out without even like trying to make a video on that topic. Like if I'm yeah. very like, if something really like, like uh, piss me off or something like like what why are they doing that kind of thing i'll automatically just think of a video and make it without even like being like yo i have to make a video on this or something right so i think relevance just happens mm-hmm. uh, if you just constantly keep creating i think you just stay like on top of your game i think it's like you're, you're just staying relevant and like there's nobody it's like as long as you're relevant to yourself kind of thing like, like your content reflects like your life i think you, you you're good like you know your your content's always gonna like um, connect with somebody. Yeah. And where do you see yourself in a few years, like in terms of Brampton Grand, yeah. in terms of your environmental stuff, Ekumjit Singh? Yeah. So I'm 24 right now, and I told myself if I'm still making comedy videos when I'm 30, that I've failed that life, right? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I'm still just like making Instagram videos, doing nothing. Um, so I, I honestly, like, I want to transfer my creative drive from making comedy videos to doing something bigger like whether that's making like documentaries making like um telling like real stories kind of thing or like uh, having like a like sick channel kind of um channel but that's more focused like locally kind mm-hmm. of thing whatever it may be i, I want to like transfer this energy into something else mm-hmm. i think branching grand was a good starting point it was a good place to learn how to like um be comfortable being online how to how to like um because online I'm pretty good. In real life I'm really bad. Like at like interviews and like like uh, presentation, really present presentation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I am terrible at that kind of stuff. Okay. And people accept people are like oh well, but you're so good on online, right? Yeah. Why can't you like do that same thing in person, right? But it's like it's like a whole different mindset. Online you just post a video, you leave, right? Mm-hmm. In person you gotta like perform for like forty minutes or however, however long somebody wants you to talk, and yeah. it's like a whole different thing because most times people in the audience they're just gonna just be either staring at you with like a dead face or looking away and you honestly don't think you have everybody's attention and you start doubting like Yo, why am i even talking up here yeah and so, there's no like editing yeah there's no editing there's yeah. nothing you can't take a break everything is like one shot one kill kind of thing yeah, yeah. so so what so it's like I, I was I was joking about it with uh um the last time we met at yeah. Timmy's I was just like yo uh when uh Gurdip asked um when are you gonna like when do you see yourself stopping right i'm like yo when i reach a seven like followers yeah right? i'm like yo might as well like that's a pretty like far-fetched goal if that isn't a five-year span it fits my like when i want to like eventually stop making videos too kind of mm-hmm. time span so mm-hmm. it's, it's like whatever i reach first the age 30 or 125,000 followers <laughs> that's, that's when i'm gonna stop and so between now and then there's like a lot of time to create a lot of content just get it all out there and then like switch it up because i don't i really don't want to be i'm I don't like doing one thing for too long. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't like doing nothing either. So I really yeah. want to just like transfer all this momentum that I'm that I'm getting right now mm-hmm. and do it into something more like um meaningful, more like uh whether that is like um political, whether that's like uh helping people financially, whatever it may be. I want to do get it into like do transfer this energy into something more productive. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and we are approaching uh, the end. And um, one thing we, we'd like you to do is is finish this sentence. Ekamjit Singh is... Other than Brampton Grand. Oh, man. And we didn't tell him we were going to ask that question. Yeah, yeah. Put no, him on I'm the just spot. Like, 
This is how you get a genuine answer. No, no, or this is how you get like five minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know, man. Want to come back to it? Let's do the random five and come back to yeah, it. Yeah, do that sure. first. Okay. okay. So we like to end every podcast with asking five random questions. I don't really know if they're supposed to be rapid or not. Because Linder always says they yeah. have to be, but oh, I don't man. think so. Um, what's your favorite book? Well, they don't have to be rapid, but... Yeah. No, <laughs> so, I'm trying to think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of any book that I've read twice, maybe. People do that? Harry Potter? I've only no. read the first one. I've, I, what? I, yeah, and I, I don't... It was a I quit too. at number five. What? <laughs> I mean, you got to number five. <laughs> what? Why are you talking about Harry Potter like that? I don't, I don't are, find it... Are you saying... What? Uh, it, okay, it's... Okay, think about this way. When I was in grade five and I'd walk by those books in the library, they were the biggest books on the shelf. So I was like, well, why would I want to read those? I like Geronimo Stilton. They didn't start off as the biggest, though. Well, that's what they were when I was there. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Harry Potter is weird. We're going to have to talk about getting you off the podcast. I'm okay with the... Oh, oh, (laughs) man. Um, Yeah, that got me... Yeah, you're doing really good today. As with the unexpected comeback. (laughs) Um, But yeah, unless it's a Brampton Grand video, I'm not watching Harry Potter. You haven't even watched the movies. I watched really? one. I've, I've I read the first Which one. Did you watch the first one? I don't the first, know. Yeah, I don't the first two are terrible. You just okay. gotta <laughs> terrible. Yeah, the, the first, first two are so good. No, the first two are. are oh my god. The movie movie wise, the first two are like the the if you could get through it, okay. like the other. It's like it's like it's good. No, oh I, read, I read the first book and I watched the first movie. Maybe I need to get off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Millennials, I mean, okay, boomer. That's what it is. Yeah, somebody said that to me on Twitter. Okay, boomer. Really? I didn't know what it meant. I had to Google it. (laughs) Are you even a boomer? No. No, (laughs) Baby boomers are our parents, are they not? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm not a boomer. No, like grandparents, not to be honest. Grandparents. No, our parents are boomers. Oh. Grandparents? Yeah, they're grandparents. Did you come up with your favorite book? Yeah, yeah. I think it's The the Tao of Wu by Riza. What is it about? So, he's from the Wu-Tang Clan. And so, he just talks about, like, um, how he... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm throwing up the W side. Okay, like he talks about his like uh, spirituality and his journey, and then how it's like very similar to Siki about like how he um, um, balances martial arts and uh, meditation. So I think it's interesting to learn mm-hmm. like how how he did it, and so like he's got like some really good words, hmm. and like the way he words stuff, it's like really really uh, inspiring. Okay. So I really like that book. Um, what is your favorite quote uh, or Bonnie Pankti? I think it's just Ekonkar or Bonnie Pankti. Like that's because that, that's everything, right? Yeah. It just all comes at the end of the day. Just like it doesn't get much simpler than that. Mm-hmm. Or complicated. Yeah, true. How many odds did Vardimapush do of Ekonkar? Like 40 or something? Mm. It's crazy. Who is Vardimapush? Sangyani Gurbachan Singh. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I tried to listen to that. Like I it's the quality so bad. I even tried to like clear it up sometimes. Mm, you tried to clear it up. Yeah. If you if you manage to do that, you should post it online. I think yeah. some people have tried to make it more clear. Yeah, because it's from what the the sixties. Yeah. Around yeah. the fifties, sixties, seventies period. Yeah. No. It was actually Bhagat Jaswan Singh Ji, Dalterwale Bhagat Ji. Yeah, yeah. Who did the recording seva? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So recorders were not so great back then. Yeah. It was like huge. They used to carry this big, heavy recorder. To all the Devans and record. It's a huge seva. When you get into the, when you listen to his like Larivar Katha, around like uh, Ang on 100, it clears up nicely. Yeah. But before that, like the, the whole Mool Mantra Katha, Mool Mantra Katha, Japti Katha, it's just, 
it's like there's Not like crazy. that high pitched like fan noise in the background <laughs> yeah. that's just like muting muffling yeah. everything yeah mm. um what is one of your weird quirks if you have any some people say they don't actually you're not as weird as i thought you would be <laughs> that would be weird well not weird. weird is the wrong word weird is the wrong word what do you i mean thought by you weird? would have like you're a pretty like relaxed chill guy but like from social media i guess people would think you would be like very like out there and this is what i mean when people like come give a like you know um in person you're not you're very quiet this that mm. right because i really don't have much to say yeah right so I think that's my weird quirk then. <laughs> you don't really have <laughs> don't, much to don't say. Don't really have much to say. Um, if you could meet anyone in history, who would it be? Uh, Sun Tzu. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. We discussed this. And yeah. why? Because uh, I read his book and he gives a lot of like good uh, techniques of warfare, right? I just want to see him in action. Like I just want to see those techniques. I want to see him like, like, uh, like in the battlefield, like using this stuff. This like art of war. Yeah. yeah. And what's your biggest pet peeve? Ice. <laughs> what ice ice yeah what does that mean like ice like on the floor on the ground oh it's a pet peeve yeah like driving black ice like walking on ice I, I hate it i have no balance okay so, <laughs> so like everybody's faster than me and i'm just like tiptoeing <laughs> trying to get somewhere that's funny all right um that's awesome so before we end off today um is there anything you'd, you'd want our listeners to know well let's go back to the one sentence and then oh, I, yeah, Ekumjit oh, yeah. Singh is just like any more time. Cool. Ekumjit Singh oh, is cool. Sure. And what about Brampton Grand? Brampton Grand, uh, Brampton Grand is something you should follow. <laughs> <laughs> follow. You were about to say subscribe. Yeah, yeah but then realize I'm not a YouTuber. YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, now you can end off. Awesome. Um, is there anything you, you'd like our listeners to know? Just keep listening, you know, like just keep learning. It's like this, like uh, on a, on an ending note. This I just want to talk about like um, like self discovery. Like within the Punjabi community, it's such a like nobody does it. It's such a like it's it's it comes off amongst brown people. I feel like kids. It's such a like a cringy thing, quote unquote. Like you know, finding yourself, soul searching, this that. Yeah. It's but like if you we truly do it, and we look at our history, and we look at everything, like we could be like like. Like we could like do the things like our ancestors did easily. Yeah. Like, uh, like, because uh, the amount of like the creativeness that Punjabi people possess, it's just like utilized in the wrong way. Yeah. I feel like if we do channel it properly, we could like do so many great things. So I feel like mm-hmm. I encourage everybody like you know, do some soul searching. Like you know, yeah. like as cringy as it sounds, like you know, read some books on self development. Yeah. Read some books about well, like you know like. Like listen to like rock music or something. You know, just get out of that like bubble that like we're trapped in yeah. in Brampton. I feel like it's just like this. Like everybody does the same thing here. Mm. When I went to Waterloo, it's like you're no longer in that bubble. You're yeah. free to like explore mm-hmm. without judgment. So it's like just explore without like the worry that someone's gonna judge you because you're just gonna become a better person. Then so we can all like, become oh, Brampton Grand. <laughs> One I mean, day I'm from Markham, so you I don't can know. Become Markham Grand. I'm being, yeah. Maybe I should do that. You want to collab? <laughs> no, thank you. Um, is, isn't this a collab? Kind of. Oh, t- it is. Oh, that's going to be the poster. Experience Siki X Brampton Grand. Or should it be the other way around? Cause no, Experience Siki always yeah, Of course, we're on top. Bullet. We used to do that with Sorry. the Waterloo Laurier as well. We yeah. used to play on the same dodgeball team for the dodgeball tournaments that SYF used to do. Yeah. And they always used to say Laurier Waterloo, but we never <laughs> let them. It's always Waterloo Laurier. Yeah, that sounds off too. 
Waterloo Laurier? No, Laurier Waterloo. That's weird. Yeah. This is why I didn't identify with my uni. Like, this is too much. No pride. No pride no. at all. It kind of sucks that you don't have pride because we could have yeah. had a good, like, banter. Oh, that would have been a sick picture. I'll, I'll, I'll help you roast Laurier, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why didn't you like, identify with Laurier? Because it's just, like, nothing. Like, I didn't live on res first year, right? So I wasn't, mm-hmm. like, in that whole, like, res culture. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that stuff, like, cult-like behavior. It's like, it's like when I was, cause I used to live off campus, but like I, I would hang out with like my buddies who did live on res, and I would see like, oh, they have tournaments, they have this, that. The whole floor is like a family, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's nice, but like, that's where like they they get you. That's how they like sell you mugs and t-shirts and sweaters <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's a business scheme. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank you, Akam G Singh, aka Brampton Grand, for sharing your story. And uh, can't wait to see your your next post. No sponsorships in 2020. We'll keep that in. We'll yeah. keep that hashtag. in mind. Hashtag what? Hashtag no sponsorship. Oh, hashtag no sponsorship. Hashtag no hashtag new Solo 2020. Oh, <laughs> hashtag soul searching. Hashtag uh, self discovery. Hashtag Brampton Grand. Um, all right. Grand. As we end off, uh, for our listeners, make sure you follow Experience Siki. Um, if you have any questions, again, it's podcast at experienceiki.com. and be sure to follow Brampton Grand on what now we have instagram we have youtube we have soundcloud we have sick side uh on instagram any other plugs you want to throw in how do you spell sick side s-i-k-h-s-i-d-e s-i-d-e you get it now very simple yeah yeah that's why i liked it that's why i just kept it yeah yeah i like it too follow me on twitter too i don't really do much but i'll follow you back <laughs> oh, you follow back on Twitter? Yeah, follow back on Twitter. Okay. Team that, follow back. Team follow back. <laughs> Hashtag, what is it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not into hashtags. All right. Thank you for <laughs> listening to the Experience Iki podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and keep listening. You've been listening to the Experience Iki podcast. 